Hey, y'all, before we get started, uh, we get told all the time that newbies will find the show and they'll start from episode one and work their way through. And it just means so much to Rich and I. And we just wanted to ask a favor of you, if that's you, if you've been enjoying the show, if you've been learning a lot, if you will leave an honest review over on your Apple podcasting app, or if you're listening on Spotify, you can leave a review there. We want to hear from you. We want to know how we can improve the show, how we can be better. It only takes a second. So if you'll leave us an honest review over on wherever you're listening to, we'd be forever grateful. Now let's get into the show. Did you know that you could fart in a jar and make an NFT. Today's guest, Stephanie Matano, has done this and made quite a bit of stinking money, no pun intended. Look, are you interested in investing or collecting NFTs but are overwhelmed with all the information? Heather and I were true, true NFT newbies. We're gonna break it down as we're learning, as we wander unafraid into the world of digital art. Listen, y'all, we're going to cure you of your FOMO, mildly educate you, and give our unqualified opinions and hopefully have a lot of laughs along the way. So we recorded a YouTube video the other day about fart NFTs because I was immediately obsessed uh, with the thought and the creativity. And during that recording, I'm like, why don't we just hit her up? So here she is, Stephanie. Welcome to the world's number one NFT podcast. How are you? I am doing really good. I'm in uh, Los Angeles today, about to go on like a little bit of a press tour for some uh, podcasts and some shows to talk about fart jars because they've really captured the farts of America. <laughs> yeah, the farts. I love puns. I live for puns. You have no idea. We, we, have, we have to bring it back, Stephanie. Like, tell me, tell me, like, I know you're a reality TV star, you're a content creator. Like, was there like a, a, a thing with farting before you you got requested from your audience to fart in jars? Like, has this been something that maybe you in your family all laughed about, teased about before? Like, what's your fart history? So, wow, I actually have not been asked that. So I'm glad you asked that because <laughs> I have not been a very farty person. I am very fart shy, never farted in front of a boyfriend. My family doesn't really fart. Like, we're not like that type of family, right? So I actually lived in fear for several years of my relationships in the past that if I farted in front of my boyfriend, that he'd break up with me. This was kind of like setting myself free, uh, setting myself free of any expectations and self-doubts and caring what people think. It's very symbolic of just, you know, of not caring anymore. <laughs> I think that's interesting because um, there's uh, Jamie Foxx has a stand up from forever ago where he talks about it. He's like, how do you know when your relationship is taking it to the next level? Because up until that point, like you got to hold it, like you got to hold them in or whatever. And he goes until you're walking to the car after you had Mexican and you're like, uh, just, just walk 10 steps ahead of me. He's like, why? What's wrong? And then all of a sudden it starts happening and then the far barrier is broken. But yeah. I understand that. What a double standard. Men are horrible people. You know, so uh, let's talk about the fact that uh, Heather and I were talking and it didn't start this way. You were on OnlyFans and then you started getting requests. And I was fascinated by the thought of what the hell that person said and how they even had the like audacity to ask you and be like, I'd like some of your fumes or whatever the hell yeah. they said. What did they say and how did you feel? So I was on OnlyFans for a little while, but then I actually um, went on and founded my own platform, which is called Unfiltered. And I'm on there with- That's like a bunch your of other, platform. 
Yeah. Uh, so I founded that platform last summer and, you know, it's kind of like the boutique version of OnlyFans. Um, it, it's a lot more catered to creators and building relationships with your fans. So I've gotten a lot of messages on there specifically asking for um, things such as farts and, you know, vials of my spit, etc. And I always kind of thought it was a joke and that people were just messing with me or that like it was a hyperbole. But no, when I put the farts up for sale, they were actually selling. So these people that were requesting them were totally serious. And you've made a lot of money. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The first batch I did was 97 jars and they all sold. Now, you're a businesswoman. When you're like, okay, the deliverable is putting this thing in a jar. The process is a process. What I was thinking of is all weekend. I'm like, what is the next iteration of this? Like, are some people going to be like, Stephanie, I want you to go to In-N-Out and I want it to be personalized. And, you know, I want to make sure that that's where you went and that's what I get in the mail or whatever. Like, I went to In-N-Out last night. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I did not request it, Heather. All right. This is not, This is you know, we didn't talk last night. Well, so what happens? Like, what are the next iterations? And does that make you fearful of like the lengths you got to go to in order to, you know, produce that hotness? Yeah. Pun intended. So at one point it was becoming way too demanding for my body because, you know, I'm not like yes. a naturally a very gassy person. And so there were clients who were requesting certain foods. One guy wanted cheese farts. And you know, also a part of you feels like it's taking a mental toll as well, because it's like, you kind of feel like, okay, I'm just sitting around all day eating cheese. This isn't, this isn't fun. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Yes. So yeah. Um, and also it just feels weird. Like I'm like, wow, what am I doing? What's going on? <laughs> yeah. So, so that's why you transitioned into NFTs. Am I right with that? Yeah. So it was uh, like mid to uh, going into like the Christmas time in December, I actually had a pretty embarrassing thing happen where I was producing a lot. I was making jars for customers. I had a lot of orders. And this one particular day, I did like three huge protein shakes. I did like a, a bowl like a pot of black bean soup. And like a little prior to that, I had already been discussing the concept of NFTs. But, you know, that that day really like set this whole thing into emotion because that night I ended up having some really serious chest pains and I felt like like I was having a heart attack. So I had my friend take me to the emergency room. They did an EKG. They did a blood panel. And uh, turns out it's not it wasn't a heart attack. It wasn't a stroke. I was actually just having severe gas pain. So I was like, I don't want to be doing this to my body anymore. It's putting like a stop on my social life. I can't leave my house as much because I'm always at home eating massive quantities of beans and protein. And I just felt like the NFT thing would be fun. I've been interested in NFTs for a long time, like going back as far as like a year ago. I actually was, you know, trying to get involved in another NFT project, but it it never really took off. But it was like my first little foray into it. So you know, I started collaborating with a digital artist and developer, and we created this line of fart jar NFTs. And, uh, you know, we wanted to like put like a really fun, quirky message with it and just like see what happens. Cause we did have like so much media attention as well. What did that artist say when you hit him or her up for the collab? Were they like, 
what the fuck are you talking about? Like, what was that yeah, like? Yeah. Um, no, they were like super open to it. They thought it was funny. I think that sometimes like what I've observed with the NFT community is that sometimes it can be very like, you know, taking itself so seriously. But like at the end of the day, like it's just art and it's supposed to be fun. And there's like, yeah, there's some serious projects which have very meaningful and important messages. But sometimes the world just needs a fart in a jar. <laughs> you know my my mind goes to like being defense defensive over you of like you like almost hurt yourself because of this and like my heart goes out to you I'm like are you okay like has this been I, I guess just like mentally are you enjoying doing this has this been overwhelming all the attention that you're getting I mean you didn't originally set out to brand yourself kind of as like the fart jar lady is this something that you're enjoying right now or has it been difficult Mm-hmm. So I've gotten a lot of messages saying like, you know, how do you feel about the fact that you're going to be fart jar girl forever? And one day your kids are going to be like, what the hell, mom? And um, the thing is, like, it has taken me a lot to completely let go of of caring about other people's perceptions of me. And like, here's the thing. People have so many things that they think about me, but I don't think people even know what they think about themselves half the time. Hell, let's go. <laughs> yeah. yes. right, Word, go that's so good. Yeah, and I think that, you know, people just think that, you know, think whatever they want of me. And public opinion sways so quickly. One minute people love you, one minute people hate you. You've got half the people saying, yes, queen, you go girl. And then the other people saying like, go kill yourself. You should be ashamed. So I've had to really let go of just caring at all what people think of me and really just only living for myself, doing things that just purely make me happy. But it hasn't been easy, like, you know, throughout the course of the few weeks that this has been going viral. It's been overwhelming for sure, but it's taught me a lot of like lessons and it's like made me, I think, a stronger person in the end. Hey guys, we're going to take a really quick break to let you know about a course that I went through that I really loved and it's called NFTs Simplified. Now, this is from Sean Specey, who came out with this really short, easy to digest NFT course to help brand new newbies learn the how and why behind NFTs, how to buy NFTs, what in the world is minting phase, secondary market, a little bit about security. I originally connected with Sean because I loved his graphics and the way that he was able to draw out and literally simplify this whole NFT game. And even being in the space for quite a while and understanding some of these basic concepts when I went through the course, I just loved it and actually learned some things. It's linked up in the show notes. It's NFTs simplified and it's only 19 bucks. So click over there, grab the course. If you're like me and you need to see things visually drawn out, Sean's going to help you out. Again, that is NFTs simplified. It's interesting because I have a feeling just because I know that you did reality TV before, then you were into OnlyFans. And then this, this is just like an iteration. I feel like any entrepreneur, which we both are like, dude, like we pivot when we see the opportunity, like we were in the NFTs because we didn't know what the hell was going on, but we had invested in them. And we're like, let's just freaking do a podcast about it. So what happens if it turns into like, I don't know, an NFT agency or something like I don't we don't care what anyone thinks as long as we know that we're serving. So 
that's a roundabout way of saying like, I don't, obviously I don't think this is the end. I think, I feel like you're building business acumen this whole time anyway and getting familiar. And now you'd be like, yeah, I have a successful NFT project. Now I could take it to the next level. Do I have that right? Yeah, I absolutely agree. I think that like, I'm always evolving the idea of like fart jars. I mean, it started from, you know, unfiltered my platform and then it went into the fart jar story, then the fart jar NFTs, you know, what's the next step? I'm not sure, but like there is no failure. There's only learning a lesson or success. And I've learned so much. And I think that the NFT project so far has been incredibly successful. You know, just within like a matter of a week or so, we've made $120,000 in NFT sales. So that's pretty awesome for, you know, a brand new project like this that really just started with some hot air in a jar. Good for you. Good for you. Do you have any, any, uh, just NFT lessons for our newbies as far as being a creator or anything that you learned from the journey of like making and selling them? Is there anything that maybe you go back and do differently or something that you glad you did? Mm, I think that, uh, I wish I just started sooner. Because sometimes mm. it feels like, you know, getting involved in the NFT world right now, it can be so overwhelming. There's so much. And Twitter can be an amazing space to, to learn and to connect with people. But then, like, sometimes I'm like, how many of these people are bots? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. How many of these people are real people? Um, you know, and also, the, like, I'm sure there's some scams out there. And there's. Yeah. And there's, you know, there is some hate too. You think that the NFT community will be super welcoming and inclusive and wonderful, but like there are some people who are haters for sure. So I think it's about like finding your group, your community, um, and, and, you know, trying to just make as many connections with people as possible. And then don't think that you are too dumb. Because I've had so many people message me and say, oh, I don't think I could do it. I don't think I can understand it. It's just too complicated for me. And I'm like, no, just, just you know, take a day or two, watch some YouTube videos, listen to some podcasts, maybe read a book, talk to me, message me, you know? So I think that so many people feel discouraged because they're like overwhelmed by the concept of it. But, you know, you just, you got to start somewhere. Stephanie, with this, NFT space, we've talked about it a million times on the show, like a project, like there's a few factors, right? Like who's the person behind it? Uh, you know, what is the artwork or what is the NFT? But then obviously like the utility. Uh, so utility is like, there's some like business meetings they could have with you people on a Zoom call. And I swear, and I saw it and I don't know if it's true, but like there's some that are redeemable for like your panties. Is that true? And like stuff like yes. that? Yes. Well, it's like, you know, it's an option. It's like a little novelty aspect and the jars that do come with the redeemables with the little chests like on the NFT, those are considered more rare and valuable. So, you know, possibly have a higher resale value. And hey, you know, if someone gets their hands on one and is like, you know, maybe I want a pair of panties. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Why I can, uh, there's going to be a day where a guy is wearing your panties and sends you a picture oh, and he's going to be like, look, exactly. <laughs> and he'll be like, thank you. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm also offering like one-on-one -on -one coaching with people who, you know, as a, as a redeemable, if they want to have a chat with me about how I built my brand, how I built my platform, how I've evolved over time as a creator, I, you know, I have a lot of information that I can share. All right. Well, Stephanie, we keep them short and sweet. We do have a random question that we always ask okay. out of this interview deck that we have. 
Oh, before then, before then, Stephanie, where can people connect with you online if they want to grab one of your NFTs? Where do they do that? Yes. So fart jars are available to mint right now at fartjarsnft.com. And also check us out on Twitter at fartjarsnft and also on Instagram. That's awesome. Perfect. Okay. Um, this is <laughs> this is our last question. It's so funny because it works here. Where do you go when you need to blow off some steam? But we Ooh. already asked that one. So <laughs> the question, <laughs> yeah, the question for you today: Was there something you asked for repeatedly as a child, but were always told no? Oh my god, a dog. Every day, every day of my life, I asked for a dog. And the minute I moved out of my parents' home. A month later, actually, not a minute, but I got a dog and I have a pug. His name is Frankie and he's actually part of the Fart Jar NFT project. Um, we have little custom oh. Fart Jar uh, tops and they're all, you know, different objects. And we have one that's my pug Frank. And uh, and then a few years after Frank, I got another dog. I have a black lab rescue named Milo and he's also in the NFT project. So, you know, my dog's are forever immortalized in the Fart Jars NFT project. And uh, very happy <laughs> that I have dogs now because that was my, my lifelong wish was to was to have dogs. See, people, like, she made it happen. She wanted it. She got it. That's she right. made it happen. Yes. She wanted to serve other people who wanted to smell some flatulence in a jar. And she's making That's it happen right. for them That's as well. Right. So. Yeah. Uh, join us next time. Join our Discord if you haven't joined and definitely hit her up uh, on Insta and Twitter and all that good stuff. And thanks for being here, Stephanie. Thank you, guys.